What is up, guys? Welcome to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, I'm Eric, and I'm joined by... Sam. Christian. So, we have a new review this week. Woo! It's time for a shout-out. Spooky shout-out. Yay! Mm -hmm. BRT6263. Sounds like a Terminator model. It sounds uh, like something from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's one of the experiments? Yes! Oh, it's literally what I was getting at with the... Terminator. <laughs> I went Disney on you. Yeah, you really did. Anyway, BRT6263 says, Informative, spooky, and enter entertaining. Five stars. The chemistry of the cast is awesome. Eric is always filled with a bunch of random knowledge about what they're talking about and makes great tie-ins. The ladies, Christian and Sam, bring some great research and a bunch of randomness that just works. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was awesome. We're going to have to come up with a name for the, the spooky shout out. That's better than spooky shout out. I kind of like spooky shout yeah, out. Shout out of the week, you know? Yeah. I'll come up with some. I love alliteration. Me too. It's very catchy. Go. So, guys, this week we're doing another one from our own backyard. Instead of heading about two hours south. Like we did with the boo hag, we're heading about two hours north. Man, you're just going geographical. I know, there. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. We are heading back home-ish, you know, to the Carolinas for this episode. Bladenboro, North Carolina, to be exact. We are diving into the Beast of Bladenboro. So, this is going to kick off our theme segment of Spooky Season. So we took a poll at this before the start of spooky season. What did people want? A theme or individual like randomness? It was about split down the middle. It was about a 60-40 split. So we decided to give you guys both what you wanted. We did randomness for September. And then October we're doing the theme of vampires. And this kind of ties in. It's a nice bridge between the two. Because uh, the Beast of Bladenboro is a vampiric cryptid. Similar, akin to maybe a chupacabra in a way. Adorable. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be friends with it. But this thing would, would stalk dogs and livestock, crush their skulls, and drain them of their blood. And this thing was spotted over 50 years ago. So I'm excited about this. The whole time I was doing the research for this, I kept singing Beasts of Burden in my head. Like the every song? time I typed it, yes. Every time I typed it, I'd be like, Beasts of Burden. And yeah. I feel, I feel like What's New Pussycat might be a better one. <laughs> well, yeah, but if, like Beasts of Bladenboro and yeah. then. It just it cued that song in my brain, and I've been singing it all. I'll, I'll match the energy. That's good. Thank you. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. Thanks. At least someone manages my crazy. Yes, absolutely. I can always count on you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shaking my head. I'm always in your cryptic corner. Always. <laughs> yeah, this thing basically terrorized Bladenboro and the surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. It's a big-ass kitty. For about 13 days. And then it just kind of disappeared until 
later on, which we'll get into that later, but wild shit. So without further ado, Sam, take it away. Bladenboro is a small town surrounded by forests and swamps east of Lumberton and south of Fayetteville. So it's like not quite. It's near Tabor City. Yep. It's near Tabor City and Wilmington. Yeah. It's kind of like in between the two. Yep. We're starting the lore in Bladen County and Clarkton with the first sighting of the beast. So Clarkton is like. I think it's east of Bladenboro, or maybe west. I can't remember. I looked it up on the map today, and I thought I was going to remember, but <laughs> joke's on me. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> it's all those pumpkin beers. <laughs> right? On December 29th, 1953, a woman heard her neighbor's dogs barking and whimpering. She went out to investigate what was making the dogs go insane, she saw a large cat-like creature sneak off into the darkness. Hmm. I feel like a personal little executive does that. Slinks <laughs> off. Yeah, this episode was requested by executive producer Salem. Aw, he he's made nap- a good one. He's, he's so exhausted from helping Sam with the research that he's taking a nap. <laughs> yeah. On New Year's Eve of 1953, Bladenboro Police Chief Roy Fors was called out to Woody Storm's farm. It sounds like a porn porn star. Woody Storm. Mm. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a really good porn name. That, dude, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw it. What is it? it? Like just like a shower of dicks? It's a orgy video. Oh, is it like those videos where they're trying to catch the hot dog in their mouth, but it's not a hot dog? It's just, a dildo, isn't it? I was just thinking like. They're like. 70s vintage porn like with the shitty soundtrack you can have that too don't ruin my fantasy that's going on in my head right now (laughs) so they go out to Roy Forrest goes to Woody Storm's farm two of his dogs had been killed by something large and strong the bodies had been completely drained of blood sound familiar on December 31st, 1953, two other dogs belonging to a resident of uh, Bladenboro were found dead with a significant amount of blood near their kennels. Their owner reported that the dogs were, quote, torn into ribbons and crushed. That's horrific. It doesn't like doggies. I mean, it's a cat, so, I mean, that tracks. It, it's described... Um this being about four foot long and having massive fangs. It's almost as long as I am tall. That's that's a big fucking cat. Well, eventually one of these days I'm going to t- get a listing of all the cryptids standing upright and put where Sam fits at with them. <laughs> and make it as some kind of poster. We're going to give it away. She's, she's, just, she's a little taller than a gnome. But maybe not as tall as a devil monkey. I don't know. If a fucking devil monkey is taller than me, I'm rioting in the streets. <laughs> I think it might be. You know, some penguins are like five foot tall. Oh, no. What the fucking kind of penguin is that? A snack for a lion seal. Yeah, I think they're all. I think I know, we took Adeline to the penguins in, at Ripley's. Oh, like, so the? that's but why you're they, full of penguin knowledge. 
Because they have like the little like the little ones and then the, like the statues. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Did you, you know, stand next to the statue? No, nope, I did not. Uh-uh. Nope. You know who else was a penguin? Danny DeVito. Was he ever five foot tall? I'm getting ready to fact check that right now. <laughs> Olaf is taller than me. Nope. I'm trying to think of who else. He's 4'10". Danny DeVito is only 4'10". Taller than someone. So you're taller than a penguin. Literally. And movie penguin. Yep. There you go. Proud of it. Just not taller than a snowman. Clearly not. By an inch. Anyway. Johnny Vaz said, quote, My dogs put up a good fight. There was blood all over the porch. Big puddles of it. And then there was a pool of saliva on the porch. It killed one dog at 1030 and left it lying there. My dad wrapped up the dog in a blanket. That thing came back and got that dog and nobody's seen the dog since. At 1.30 in the morning, it came back and killed the other dog and took it off and took off with it. We found it three days later in a hedgerow. Is it like the bush things? Mm-hmm. Okay. The top one of the dog's head was torn off and its body was crushed and wet like it had been in that thing's mouth. The other dog's lower jaw was torn off. I feel like we should have put a trigger warning for animal cruelty in this episode. Uh, is it animal cruelty or is it animal on it, animal cruelty? I, I don't. I think it's the the circle of life, Sam. Yeah, animal cruelty, but like graphic content, maybe. It's just scar from the Lion King. Oh my God! Be prepared. I don't think they were prepared. I was not prepared. I was not prepared when you were doing research. Oh, damn. I was not prepared. Anyway, <laughs> more reports started flowing in. A man named D.G. Pate claimed that he watched from his service station as a dog was attacked by a large creature and drug into the woods. Chief Fours was flooded with reports of dogs being attacked all across the county. The reports claimed that the beast looked like a panther or a bear and was that it was about three feet long, 20 inches tall, with a long tail and face of a cat. Others reported hearing the monster's screams coming from the swamps near the town. They said it sounded like, quote, a woman with a knife stuck in her back, which is very specific. I want to know how they made that reference. You know, a similar cat cryptid that we covered last year, the Ozark Haller, was described as having a similar... Uh, Sound. Yeah, well, when cats actually, like, scream, scream, they sound like humans. I thought I had a baby in my room the other day, but it was just... Salem. Salem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He baby talks us. Yeah. This is a way of getting food. It was freaking me out, though. Mm-hmm. Did you wake up really? It's like, what the... Is that a fucking baby? <laughs> nope, just my cat. <laughs> no, just Salem. Where's the baby? On January 1st, 1954, two more dogs were found with their bodies drained of blood. One was so badly mutated, mutilated that it was hardly recognizable. Over the next few days, more dogs were found dead and eviscerated. Bladenboro <coughs> police were growing more and more concerned and ordered a necropsy of one of the dogs. Did I say that right? Necropsy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
A few days later, law enforcement were completely astonished as they read the results of the necropsy. The report said that it looked like all of the dog's blood had been sucked out of its body, vampire style. Yeah, I don't know of any cats that suck, though. That's my only thing. Cats, like, lap up shit, like... I can imagine to see the size of how he does biscuits. Just fucking... Biscuits. You wouldn't have a torso <laughs> left. I don't even know what to call those. What's bigger than a biscuit? But, like, seriously, I've never, I've never seen a cat suck on anything, like, to Mm-mm. get nourishment. I mean, I'm like a baby kitten. Yeah, well, I mean, it sucks on its mom to get milk, but it... it I don't even know if it does that. I think it just, like, licks the, the nipple. No, it No, they suck it. It latches on. I have... I've had to f- bottle feed... Uh, Two cat, three cats. Oh, well, then fuck me. I guess cats do suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had a little bit of bottle for him. Depends on who you ask. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chief Fours and Bladenborough Mayor and also owner of the local movie theater, Woodrow or Bob Fussell. Really? Then- His name is Woodrow and he went with Bob? Bob uh, there was Woody was already taken. Oh. Mm. He decided that he was going to call in professional hunters from from Wilmington to track this beast down. He accompanied the hunters and described the animal's footprints to be the size of a silver dollar. On January third, Chief Force took the search into his own hands and tried to take his dogs down the trail, but they wouldn't even go down it. Wouldn't go near it. They were just like. No, nah, they knew better. Nope. They, they smell imminent death. Mm-hmm. That's why I trust animals more than people. I mean, when a when a hunting dog goes, mm, nah, I'm good. It's, it's, it's like it for me, smells dog. the trail and it, it goes, mm-mm. It just looks at the center and it's like, nah. Hard pass, man. It's a no for me, dog. Out. Four days later, on January 5th, the beast attacks a human for the first time. Mrs. C.E. Kinslaw heard the sound of whimpering dogs outside of her home and went out to investigate. White people in there investigating. I wouldn't. Fuck that. No, I'd... I'd probably look out the window. But I definitely wouldn't go outside. I would not go outside. I'd not like, unarmed. At least. Yeah, no. Of course, my luck, it would, like, pounce on me as soon as I opened the fucking door. I wouldn't yeah. even be able to get a shot off. Your wife's like, oh, look, another poor baby that needs a home. Kitty! Yep. That brings a whole new meaning to danger, Kitty. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. You know about that life, don't you? I've got two of them living in my house. <laughs> Three's company. Nope. Three's a crowd. (laughs) She discovered a large cat-like creature rushing towards her. Miss Kinslaw screamed and the monster ran back off into the woods when her husband came barreling out of the home. What? She went out there by herself? Bitches are stupid, man. Mm Mm-mm. I'm wiping. I would totally survive in a horror movie. 
I'm not going near it. I'm not going to cry out, hello? Fuck that. I don't want to know. Ain't no one going to answer me. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not going to reveal my location. It's going to hunt you down. Got me fucked up. Drink your blood. I would totally be a fangbanger. Not a cat one. A human one. I was about to say, well, it sounds like this creature will oblige. No. A human one. Mm. Nope. Just vampire cat. Uh, no. Sam does not swing that way. I don't swing that way, sorry. A young boy named Dalton Norton reported seeing what he called a, quote, big cat on January 6th, which made a noise like a baby crying on his porch before leaving. He just wanted to come inside. It's the fucking cat insurrection. Cats really do sound like babies. I know. I know. I know. I love how you glossed over my January 6th joke. I did. I did that on purpose. <laughs> this is not that podcast. We're spooky now. Mm. Once the news broke that the monster had attacked a person, Bladenboro was overrun with a flurry of hunters coming in eager to be the one to kill it. Over 600 men from as far as Tennessee came to town. A group of frat brothers from UNC Chapel Hill made their way down to try their hands at mounting the monster's head on the walls of their frat house. You see this time and time again with these old cryptid stories. They start seeing a weird fucking monster in the woods, and the first reaction is just arm the whole town. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. they'll all go out and hunt. You saw it in Mothman. You see it in uh, so many other ones. Start a posse. Yep. Let's get everybody liquored up. Go out in the woods with guns. Redneck shit. Yeah, it's it's hillbilly shit. It's just like mm-hmm. a bunch of moonshiners out there. Yeah. Just fucking drunk on white lightning, shooting at anything that fucking moves. I see no problem. I kind of want to join. Well, let's see if they bag this motherfucker. Well, we are only two hours. We could do... Some beast of Bladenboro monster hunting. You just said that you didn't want to go anywhere near that danger kitty. No. I said I'd survive in a horror movie because I wouldn't be responding to hello. Yeah, I'm good on that. Where's your sense of adventure, Eric? I'll bring some wet food. I've I've seen <laughs> enough mountain monsters on Discovery. Maybe Plus it, maybe I don't know. I might bring a variety. We don't know what kind it likes. We don't have a trapper. We don't have a wild bill. We we got to get these guys to do Beast of Blade Pro. No, but I got Eric, guns. You don't have enough redneck friends. No, I have redneck friends. I have friends that. You would. know what? You go on up there to Bladenboro with your posse. And see if y'all can't find anything out in the swamps. I'm not going to go far. I'll dip my toes in. I'm not going to be breaststroking in the swamps. Mm. See, that's why That's why you're not going to find shit. But at least I can say I win. We yeah. can put you at home base. I will be home base. I will be the mom with the snacks waiting. Jesus Christ. It's like the old uh, hunting lodge wife that like cleans all the I'll be the the house mom the dead mom Mm -hmm. the only only thing was about all these hunters going out and hunting this monster 
was that no one really knew what exactly they were hunting. Here's where speculation kind of runs wild. Some of the hunters thought that it might be a Carolina panther, which is a danger kitty that lived in the area up until the 20th century that they all thought was extinct. The other hunters said that they were dealing with a coyote or a stray dog. Which, that could be some of the kills, because... The ones with the blood left around. Yeah. Yes. I lean more towards that. Yeah, because they were eaten. Yes. Type of deal where the ones where the all the blood's just drained from the bodies. Definitely not a coyote. No. Unless it's one of those chupacabras from Texas that wandered its way up. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense because of the description. Exactly. Mostly the people thought that the only way to really know what they were dealing with was to kill the animal and go from there. Like testing and shit. Yeah. A man named Ev Butler from Bladenboro said this about the town during the time, like the height of the craze. Says nighttime was the feared time around these parts. As the sun set, the entire community on the west side of town went indoors and didn't come out unless necessary. We didn't live in the town limits at the time, and almost everyone had an outdoor privy, which I'm assuming is kind of like a cistern type thing. Yeah. I forgot to Google it. To supplement the outside convenience, most houses had a thunder jug, quote, that could be used at night and emptied into the privy during the day. I also was kind of like an outhouse, mm. not like a cistern. That jug got plenty of use during the scare. Well, but I if, the thunder if go, jug. If you go outside, you piss your pants. Uh, what if you got a boom boom? You just cut a bigger hole in the thunder jug? Yeah, you just got to use the jug. But I can see why they, these people were fucking terrified. Up until, you know, the 6th or the 5th. The 5th was when uh, the woman was came mm-hmm. face to face with it. It only killed dogs. It never made a move on a human until then. Mm-hmm. So at that point, all bets are fucking off. Like, yeah. you're on the menu. Mayor Fressel, like, put it out in the media that it had attacked a woman. Even I, never really I have that. that newspaper clipping. Yay. Saved. And I'll post that on the Instagram. And that's what brought all these monster hunters from far and wide to the area. But you got more to bargain for. On January 7th, a dead dog was found in a pasture near the Bladenboro Swamp. A goat was also reported to have died with his head flattened. Poor little goat. Like, it straight up crushed the thing's skull. Yeah, crushed a few of them. On January 11th, two cars stopped for an animal reported to be four feet long. One of the men in the cars was quoted as saying the animal had, quote, runty-looking ears and was, quote, brownish and tabby, which is, like, striped. Sounds kind of like a bobcat. I thought bobcats had solid coats. Uh, I think there's sometimes they're spotted. It is mm. playing in the swamp, so it's probably not the cleanest of kitties. He's probably dirty boy. Mm. Yeah. He probably doesn't clean his toe beans. 
Mayor Fussell and Chief Fours decided that things were getting too dangerous and called an end to the hunt. On January 13th, a local farmer named Luther Davis found a large bobcat struggling in a steel bear trap in Big Swamp, four miles from the city, and shot it in the head. Mayor Fussell told the media that the beast had been caught and killed, but the hunters, along with the residents, questioned how a bobcat could mangle dogs and completely drain them of their blood. Well, bobcat's only about 40 pounds, tops. Really? No, yeah. they're not big. They're not They're not big animals. So this thing's fucking up goats and big dogs and pit shit. Pit bulls. 120-pound yeah. pit bulls. Yeah, that, that comes up later on. Uh, I'm not sure the exact... Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. But uh, I'm not sure the exact dogs that were killed, but, I mean, this thing was shredding these dogs. So yeah. it, it's got to be bigger than a bobcat. Has to be. But I'm sure the mayor just wanted this shit to go away at this point. His whole town had been fucking overrun with hunters seeking fame. They're like, ah, I killed the beast of Bladenboro. And frat daddies. Yeah. Frat fuck boys. They're like, I'm going to mount that pussy's head on my wall. Exactly. The ultimate trophy. A man named Bruce Souls was leaving Bladenboro and heading home to Tabor City when he hit a cat with his car. He said that it was, quote, spotted like a leopard and about 24 inches tall and weighed between 75 and 90 pounds. He took the cat home with him to Tabor City. Yet a third man, quote, professional hunter and guide, Barry Lewis, is credited in some newspapers as having killed the animal. There were conflicting reports about whether it was Davis's or Lewis's cat that Mayor Fussell strung up on the flagpole in the center of town with the sign, This is the Beast of Bladenboro, and photographed and sent it out to the press. Yeah, that mayor definitely wanted that shit to just go away. Like, yeah, he was like, we're done here. Yeah, he's like, this, this is enough. Hit the road, Jack. Lewis was reportedly hunting in a different part of Bladen County when he shot and killed his bobcat. Then in, what was it, Big Swamp, where the other guy was? After a week or so, things began to settle down, and the hunters left town, and the reports of the killings trickled to a stop. Whatever the beast was, it had disappeared back to wherever it had came from. Was the beast really dead? Polls say no. Ding, ding. Survey says you are correct. On the morning of December 15th, 1954, on a tenant farm near Robison Memorial Hospital, quote, five medium-sized pigs and three chickens were found dead with crushed skulls. Three of the pigs had legs torn apart from their bodies. Strangely enough, no blood was evident, indicating the killer employed the same blood-sucking traits as the Bladenboro Beast, end quote. The next day, a stray dog was killed, which the county dog warden said it was most probably the killer from day before, even though the tracks found at the farm were not compared to the dead dogs, and it was not explained how the dog could have reached the chickens, which were reportedly roosting in a tree. Shit. And this happened almost an ex- almost exactly a year 
from the first kill. Yeah. So clearly this thing runs on a cycle. Cheaper scrapers. Possibly. I mean, or they did fucking kill it at some point or it just died. And then maybe like one of its cubs or some shit. I mean, who knows? I don't. But I'm sure it is bound to turn up again. And I'm sure there's reports over the years there are people who see this shit. Because realistically, I would say 7 out of 10 odd sightings are never reported. You you don't hear about them all. And no. It's gotten better in the age of cell phones. But like I said last just, week. Most people are just like, oh, it's a big kitty. Yeah. Oh, damn, there's a big-ass cat. There you go. Like ho- those hogs we watched. <laughs> the beast returned to North Carolina in 2007, bringing more surprises and fear with it. In Lexington, 60 goats were found with their blood drained and their heads crushed. 30 miles away in Greensboro, another farmer lost his goats the same way. So this is like hundreds of miles from Bladenboro. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning the kills have now spread out over most of the, probably a third of the state. Yeah. So from Bladenboro Which is essentially like coastal North Carolina, sort of. Yeah. Um and it they they also happen as far south as Bolivia. Which is oh, right yeah, I outside forgot about of Bolivia. Um a couple guys had their pit bulls killed there. Hundred and twenty yeah. He was gutted. We just watched Monster Quest on this, which is kind of what brought this whole episode to the forefront. Was I was like, oh shit, cryptid in our backyard. Um, but they did a bunch of audio testing on the people that heard this thing. Mm-hmm. And the they tested 13 different audio files of animals that could have been. And the one that uh, both people... The woman in Lexington that lost her goats Mm -hmm. and the guy who lost his pit bull in uh, Bolivia both picked the same audio profile and it was of a fucking tiger. Kitty. Danger kitty. Mm. Which is also kind of striped like a tabby. Yeah. Could it be a weird one though? Because that still doesn't explain the draining of the blood. Well, I actually have come up with a theory for that. Um, Could... Like vampirism, this chupacabra-esque trait be a virus. Where, like, maybe the animals uh, got some sort of iron deficiency and it needs to drink the blood. Because there's there's humans that have that Mm -hmm. disorder. Where they feel like they have to drink blood. So it could be like some type of virus or disease or something. Well, I mean, if cats can get diabetes, I feel like they can also have other human things. Mm-hmm. Cats can also get hates. Also true. So, but yeah, I mean, that, that stands the question. And this kind of ties back into our Chupacabra episode. In a way, because we did touch on the chupacabras from Texas that look like coyotes that are deformed. This could be a deformed mountain lion or 
tiger that escaped because most tigers live in captivity in the United States. There's more tigers that we learned that in the tiger King documentary. Mm-hmm. This could be a tiger that fucking got out, got some type of disease or some shit. And now it just drinks the blood of fucking livestock. That would explain the tabby and like, but not the spots. Well, the spots on the creature would be like, say a fucking like maybe that was a bobcat that they saw that had the spots yeah, maybe but the ones described as that tabby type could be some type of weird tiger with a deformity or mutation like yeah i mean nature's fucking weird man we just watched that hogzilla documentary <laughs> those fucking things are terrifying <laughs> i want to cover hogzilla sometime i would oh, shit no, my pants hogzilla I would shit my pants. But Ain't no you, way I could outrun that sucker. No. No, those are 1,500-pound picks. But what do you guys think? Like, that's my theory on it, is maybe, like, the chupacabraism, like, vampirism is maybe a health defect or a mutation <laughs> of some kind. I will say my thoughts for the end. Okay. I believe it. I mean, can't prove that it's not real. No, I mean that. I feel like that's the most solid theory. Yeah. That we that I you know, like that I could come up with. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. That's pretty fucking strange. Yeah. I mean, we have all these instances uh, in Puerto Rico and the American Southwest of, and all over America of animals being drained of their blood. Mm-hmm. So, it could easily be something like that. Yeah. Where it's not touching the the uh, the animal carcass, except just to drain its blood, and then it uh, it's on. definitely touching it a little bit more. It's crushing its skull. Well, I mean, you got that's powerful. just to get the extra juices out. Yeah. Mm. Like corn, livestock have the juice. <laughs> oh my god! You guys just go there. <laughs> I've never seen a more beautiful thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's It's goats. That would be literally me in the swamp looking for the sucker. I'd be like, look at it. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Sam would be like, what's the opposite of... I can't even say it backwards because it still sounds the same. I know. What's the opposite of it for that kitty? Oh, my God. So we're going to talk about the guy from Bolivia. Okay. Because this is crazy. And recent. Yes, this is this was still in 2007. So, a man named Bill Robinson lost his pit bull to the creature. He buried it. Key to the story. But the next day, it was in the same location where it was killed. Yes, this thing dug it up. And put it back. He's like, no, I want it here. It's a he gift. Was, he was like marking its territory. Or a gift. Kitty cats bring you gifts. I don't think Bill Robinson wants a pet beast of Bladenboro. Mine just tries to take my cannolis. Yeah, I got to post that video of Sam's. What's your cat's name, Sam? Nala. Yeah, I'll post that video to the Instagram because it was pretty funny. I thought it was an egg roll, but I've also been craving (laughs) Chinese food. You know why? Because every week I'm like, God, I could really want Chinese food. And Eric's like, I can't do Chinese food. And I'm like, I know. And then we don't talk about it again until the next week. 
We mm. don't talk about Bruno. Oh, God. We don't talk about egg rolls. We don't talk about crab I mean, ragoons either. It's, oh, fuck, I love crab ragoons. Yeah, me too. That's the problem. <laughs> so, four days later, after Bill loses his dog, another resident, Leon Williams, found his pit bull dead. It was covered in blood, and it was missing a few body parts. There was sign of a struggle, which is strange for a pit bull. Other places lost a total amount of 10 dogs in just two weeks. More tracks were found. These ones measured four and a half inches in diameter. That's a big fucking kitty. Big kitty. Yeah, and there's and they matched the prints that were from the 50s. Yes. So it's the same print. So maybe this creature could be one of those meta meta physical yeah like um i talked about it a little bit with uh the dover demon basically coming from the meta zoo where it's breaching into our reality from a different reality like the jersey devil uh maybe not like the jersey devil but possibly like the goat man like goat goat squatch and shit like that um, could be coming in from like a waterway or like under a bridge or some shit because those are like portals essentially. Bridge kitty. But yeah, I mean, it could easily be something from oh, another. No, where are his riddles? I mean, it, when you think about do it, I like these Mothman. Where do you pet me? Yeah, where do you pet me at? Those are the riddles. Of How the... many pets do I give? Well, <laughs> ask Christian after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the number changes, Sam. That's the answer. The limit does not exist. Mm-mm. Until it does exist. It does. No, it does sometimes. <laughs> I've been known to swat at somebody before. Mostly me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just give it back to Salem when he swats at me. I match his energy. I match Nala's energy. Would you steal her cannoli too? No. Little butthead. I can't you just like <laughs> I has? I yeah. have cannoli? No. no. That's okay. Ours tries to sit at the table with us. He's people. He's a proper gentleman. Oh yeah. Until he's not. Until he's not. Yeah. Then he gets mad and jumps up like into the bed of the table and lays down, lays his ass down on the table. Yeah, and, that and then looks at fly. us. <laughs> what you gonna do now? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. I love cats. During the height of the scare in 1953 and 54, Mayor Fussell ordered a horror movie to be shown in the theater called The Big Cat. Oh, because that would help everyone. Of course. Along with the advertisement, now you can see the cat. We've got him on our screen and in Technicolor. Mayor Fussell uh, said... That's a good advertisement, though. Quote, a little publicity never hurt a small town. Fucking integrated... Mar- well, he tried to get rid of it, but yeah, he's using integrated marketing to oh, pack this his was, movie theater. This was at the height of it as the hunters were coming into town. Okay. So this like wasn't afterwards. This was like to ramp up. And that came back to bite him in the ass. It absolutely did. 
He also stated that the beast was, quote, 10% real and 90% imagination. Yeah, tell that to all the fucking dogs that were drained of their blood and livestock. Well, I think he means, like, it got it. It wasn't as big as it should have been, maybe? I don't know. Maybe it just, they got, speculation just ran completely wild with it's this It's probably thing. an election year. He needed to go away. I think it maybe was. 1953, 54? Yeah, I don't know when they held their mayoral elections, but. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he needed that problem to vanish quickly. Yeah, he for sure had a hand in stoking the fire of the beast of Bladenboro. But he severely underestimated the pull of a mysterious beast that was attacking animals and humans. The story hit the papers on a slow news week, and the town of Bladenboro got more than they bargained for. I think the biggest news thing was something about Andy Griffith. And that was it. <laughs> that week that it hit jesus yeah i'll have to i'd have to go back and look but i remember i remember it being something about a local boy does something about with andy griffith or is andy griffith i don't i don't know whatever mm. i also have a fun little fact okay it would be an episode if i don't have a fun fact yeah, exactly another bladenboro resident dick the half man hillburn that's Where also a great porn name. Yeah. So he is a circus uh, act, not act person. Yeah. Like performer. the bearded lady and all that. No, He's a like sideshow yeah. side performer. Yeah. He, upon returning home from his stint in the circus, so the half man Hilburn was born with no legs and only one arm. And he uh, used that to his advantage. Had He had set up shop as a sign painter when he came back home. When the monster madness began, he saw an opportunity to produce license plates and other memorabilia with the beast painted on it. He had no problem selling them to the army of hunters that came to town in search for the beast. I need this. It's a need. I also kind of want to scour eBay for it. Kind of need it. If I can find one. That would be cool. How expensive do we think this is going to be? Oh, ridiculous. So, they also have a Beast of Bladenboro Festival. What? Yeah. I think it's every year. We need to check that out. Yeah. Is it in December when it was first found? Or Maybe. We'll have to go look. <gasps> road trip! I'm down to take that road trip. But, yeah, what do you ladies think? I mean... You heard my theory. Yeah, I believe something happened to these animals. Well, no obviously. shit. They're... Fucking torn to shreds. I also kind of believe that they needed to blame something. Blame it on something. They're like, oh, it's a big cat. Well, I mean, could it be a... I, don't, I doubt a human was responsible. No. But who else is notorious for siphoning the blood out of random animals. Yeah, but I believe this was before any of the chupacabra shit. No, I'm talking about aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They also don't, they didn't crush skulls, but, I mean, everyone toys with their M.O. Maybe they're figuring it out. Yeah. Could be aliens. Maybe, but I don't know. 
I really but, don't. But that also doesn't explain the paw prints. No. So. I mean, I doubt it's like an alien beast either. Well, no, but I'm just saying like that's for argument's sake is. Yeah. Well, not argument, but like tossing ideas back and forth sake. Brainstorming. Whatever you want to call it. What about you, Christian? I was excited when you guys said you were going to do this one on the list. Uh, I think it's more in the realm of where a lot of cryptids kind of fall and like where Eric thinks it's like a metaphysical thing. I think that this is probably something that is evolutionary. I'm kind of there with it. I kind of feel like it's, you know, the only thing that makes it where I don't feel like that is that it disappeared for 50 years. Yeah, so it's like they have attacking babies. Because it, it can't take live. fifty years. To- it, but it doesn't. It does. It doesn't live forever. Nothing lives forever. Vampires do. Ooh. <laughs> I would one thousand percent be a vampire. No Without were- hesitation. No werewolf. No. Vampire. I have been Timmy Edward since day one. Oh God. And True Blood is my comfort show. Like Friends in the Office and whatever else are like comfort shows for other people. True Blood is my comfort show. Mm. Even though the horrible ending. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch the last season. I don't care. Sucky. Mm. And Eric knows I, I was oh. A, oh, God. I'm going to have to disinfect that seat now. <laughs> <laughs> I like my vampires viking. Jesus fucking Christ. Simmer down, Sam. And then I had to hate him in Big Little Lies. Well, anyway, I think that about does it for the Beast of of Bladenboro. So, without further ado, Christian, drop those socials. We want your downloads and likes. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. That's good. That good. <laughs> we appreciate you guys so much. Please keep sharing the show, sharing the love, leaving comments. We love giving you guys shout outs, um, especially with your feedback. And we are already in the process of really ramping it up. So make sure you guys stay tuned for yeah. the rest yeah. of the season. We have some just- amazing vampire stories that span not just the United States. <gasps> so are you taking us overseas? I'm taking us to overseas. Oh, I'm excited. It's gonna be a, a fun one. I'm excited for that one. Yes. Very much so. But yeah, please leave us reviews, guys. We will shout you out on the the top end of the show. So get some uh get some clout from doing that. Please. It helps us out too. So mm-hmm. leave us a review. We love it when you guys do that. Um, but yeah, until next week, stay spooky. Bye. Bye. You aren't going to say stay creepy. Oh, I'm sorry. Stay creepy. There you go. I'm too busy over here looking for a painting. Beast anyway, stay spooky, guys. <laughs> stay creepy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> See, you. See you next week. <laughs>